Do not adjust your settings. Take your hands off the keys. Your search is over. These are the geeks you're looking for. You found Geek Watch One with Kylan and Ken. This is going to be quite a ride. That's a bad outfit. I love you. Me too, man. Hit me, hit me, my turn. Am I the meanest? Showdown. Am I the prettiest? Showdown. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Showdown. Well, who am I? Showdown. The Shogun of Harlem. For what lies ahead, ready are you. We're police officers. We're not trained to handle this kind of violence. Hey, 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 geeksters. I'm Kyle. I'm Ken. And you found Geek Woo! Watch One. So that's the new one, huh? No. Yeah, the Edward got an Edward Flair in the middle. Every, every single time. Gotta, no, last time you didn't switch it up. No, nah, so yeah. but I threw some ice cube in there too. So hey, 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 geeksters, welcome back. <laughs> this is the Meeple Cast. We're sitting here at the Malted Meeple in Hudson, Ohio, um, and just chilling. Like, nobody's here. And I think it's too hot. Everybody said we're not leaving the house. Yeah, I think it's it too And then hot. we left the house. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's funny, because we're in Ohio complaining about 92 degree weather. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> the heat our, index is over 100. Our, so. our blood is, is nice and thick, and we stay, yeah, stay yeah. warm in the winter. So when we get this kind of thing, it sucks. Yeah. So how are you guys doing? Good. 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 Do any fun stuff this week at all? Uh, celebrate anniversary. Yes, happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, preparing for a birthday. And, um. That's, that's it. That's, that's pretty much it, Daniel. We didn't do my thing. There was no big movie out to go see. There was nothing. We caught up on a couple things on TV, but nothing. Nothing big. No, not, it was quiet. Or we, need, we need that once in a while. Just sit back and relax. Okay. Yeah, what you guys? I didn't, what did we do? You tried to drown the dog. Yeah, we, did take, we took Cassie down. Cuyahoga Falls is the uh, northern suburb of Akron here. And um, we they have the Cuyahoga up. River. And they have these nice flat rocks around the edges of it that Cassie, the wonder pup, was jumping across the rocks and misjudged one of them when headfirst in the river. She's <laughs> practicing her stunt work. That's right. <laughs> but we did get to see Bart last night. He told some of his stories. So, Bart, tell us about this full, full circle storytelling thing you do. Uh, yeah, full circle storytelling. It's the last, or I guess it's the fourth Wednesday of the room, because apparently some months have five Wednesdays. I don't <laughs> understand this, but apparently they do. See, the way Kyle worked said it's like every fourth Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> so, does it, or is it just the fourth it's Wednesday? Cool of there is the fourth Wednesday of every okay. month. But again, there's sometimes as much as five Wednesdays. <laughs> and, um, and comic book fans know this because that's annual week. Yeah, yeah, four, yeah four we Wednesdays. know. We know who this is, yeah. <laughs> but it's every, it happens down at Jilly's Music Room in Akron. And just people have a theme and they just come up and tell their stories. And I laughed at yours because I knew what you were going to tell your story. Yeah, he told yeah. us a cool so story. So this week you had a special... Yeah, special it was a special crafty with Crafty Mart, right. and so cool. he uh, they got three to three re, uh, storytellers from this season of the shows to come down and just tell a short story. Cool. Yeah, and they had a nice little stage set up between a couple. It's like 
one of the buildings that had been destroyed or something or just never got put in or something and there's like this little park that goes from the main street down to the alley behind yeah so it was kind of cool it was like their secondary stage or something so uh so i'm just curious are these like prepared i, I know they're, they're like maybe personal stories or any kind of story but are these prepared stories or are you just doing these on the fly both really okay like last night i knew the story i was telling i had it in my head i did not make any notes though Okay. Like I said, okay, I know exactly how the story went. If I'd made notes, I probably would have got the story would have gone on a little bit longer yeah. than it had mm -hmm. because I really my I did like three minutes and I was done. Mm -hmm. When usually stories are you know, up to ten minutes. Oh. So I mean, I was really fast telling my story. If I'd had notes, I probably would have you know thrown some more jokes in there. But overall, yeah. You know. The one other lady that was there was saying that she actually. Um, she had her whole story written up, ready to go. She even had a word count. She knew she had like 150 words on this story. She wanted to somehow find 50 more words, but she couldn't do it in the time she had. <laughs> so it's like, it's up to you. You can go totally improv off the cuff, like yeah. Barbara was saying, or you can type it all out and have it printed print it up, ready to go. It's just kind of like a general public speaking thing, where yeah. some people like to have notes for their speeches, and other people just Well, and like, the first year that they, that they had the finale show, I was in it, and it was a new story I was telling, and I had cards that I'd written my story mm -hmm. out on. And I started off with those cards and then, you know, like a quarter of the way through the story, I just left them on the floor and kept kept on with it because I didn't need it. So like, but you sometimes, you know, if you have no school, if not, you know. And the cool thing is, I've, we've seen you from the beginning there yeah. up through now. It's like, you can see you've actually gotten more comfortable just being in front of people talking. Because the first time that you did this, you in, um, you, you were there and he was shaking. You see the cards shaking <laughs> and stuff. It was all, but it's great that like you're up there just telling stories. It doesn't matter who's out there now. Well, I'm, I'm glad that, that you know, it's not snowing like 24 7 for you, so you're able to function. I'm doing this all sober. <laughs> part of his 12 step program, okay? I, just let him work it. See, kind of, I, I think the, the, if you would have time to get out to one of these, uh, we talked about it beforehand, that you would enjoy it. You can uh, have fun out there just telling the story. I, I have no doubt that I would, but I, I, I They're need writers. to. They're writers. Yeah. I, 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 like, I like seeing the, the place that I, I pay to live in from time to time. So. <laughs> What's up, Brady? <laughs> so, other than that, we really didn't do much got, other than... We got new neighbors now. Yeah. We met the new neighbors, <laughs> a couple of kids. They're, um, They're gone. Yeah. Kids are gone. Now we have yeah, the kids. kids are gone. Now we got some older kids. We got some adults. <laughs> but everybody's young compared to us, so. <laughs> but he's actually cleaning up the yard and stuff, so it's all good. Well, that's cool. Cool. Yep. You so, know yeah. how to take the trash to the curb. Oh, that. We've not had. Little one. <laughs> yeah. Good doctor. Our, our, our next big thing is getting ready for Odd Mom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's actually coming up. And um, the, one of the reasons I wanted to bring up full circle storytelling was um, I believe we are not confirmed on when. But we will have actually a round of full circle storytelling on one of the stages at Odd Mall. This cool. Can. Cool. I think that will go. That'll go over really well. And it's actually just a couple of days after their season finale, so it'll be the he'll have the best storytellers to figure out who he wants to have down there. Bart will be there. Well, yeah. Actually, I'm not. I am not in the finale this year. But you should be in the show in Canton because you'll yeah. be there anyway. You can tell an Odd Mall story. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure telling out all stories is safe. <laughs> no, do they have to be? Oh, yeah, I think kind of the cop stories even worse. Yeah, 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 kind of cop stories. Those are reserved for 
or con on the cop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, con on the cop stories are like Vegas stories. Yeah, they yeah. stay wherever they were. Lock it in the room. Someone's pants around the leather ankles. Someone's skirt is up, and their butt. That's you don't have to hide it because Andy does yeah, that on a regular basis. Yeah, we know Andy with the pants off. Yeah, pants are going to be around his ankles within 20 minutes of being there. And Sean is with the skirt up getting his butt signed. There you go. <laughs> the walks into that room multiple times. See. See. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot you can't unsee that happens at Con on the Cop. No. But, uh, yeah. And speaking of which, registration is open for Con on the Cop. You can get your yes. rooms. There, I, I think the deadline may have passed as of July 1st for the cop crates. I don't know. Right. Um, but I know it was early July. Um, but yeah, you can get your rooms, tell them you're there for Con on the Cob, there's a discount, um, and, and yeah, that's coming up in November. Yeah, and I'm starting to uh, set up uh, panels, so mm -hmm. uh, there's, uh, I'm working on something where we're going to have a, a larger variety of gaming panels, um, along with, uh, along with the, all the other various and sundry geek-related stuff. Or maybe non-geek related stuff, depending on who's feeling Just there. Just stuff. Just stuff. So yeah. I still, we, I gotta sit down with you. and We gotta figure out what we're gonna do. That one idea I had of like the talk show, the idea. Ah yeah. So I don't know if one day we're gonna do a cosplay so. panel or something. Yeah, she, they gotta work on a couple cosplay <laughs> panels with the guests there. there so we're it's filling up. Also, you can already right now register and register register to play or register to run games yes get your games in there because crystal likes getting the schedule created as you know as long before the show as possible mm -hmm. yes so get, if, if you want to if you don't if you don't own the game but you know how to play it and want to run it then just ask them if they have it in the library trust me there's a hell of a lot of games they have yeah and if not they may be able to get a hold of someone who does have yeah games. exactly they, they've got a lot of sources so um, that's but that's at conofthecob.com. Um, Oddball is July 28th and 29th, yep. Canton, Ohio. Go to oddball.info for all the info for that. It starts at 11 on Saturday and 10 on Sunday. And the other website is geekwatch1.com. So go check that out. Check out our blogs. Um, let us know what you think. All our contact information is there too. Yep. Talk to Miss Dawn. She likes talking to people. Thanks a lot. I mean, right. internet at least, I'll talk to people. That's true. <laughs> so check that out, check the sponsors and the, all the links that are there we told you about. Um, but after that, Ms. Dawn, what do we have in the news? There was a lot of news this week, okay? I had a hard time kind of cutting a lot of it down, but uh, I tried to pick some stuff that you guys may not have heard about. Um, we all know that there's another Men in Black movie on the way. Mm -hmm. Why? Uh, <laughs> Dude, Men in Black is fun. <laughs> Good question, Mark. Good question. Um, it's going to be directed by F. Gary Gray, who did Friday and Fate of the Furious. Um, okay. And the script is penned by Iron Man writers Matt Holloway and Art Markham. Whoa. And in case you haven't heard, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson are the leads in it. So okay. Thor and Valkyrie are leading the Men in Black. Well, in the nice thing is with Men in Black, it's an organization, so you can do any two characters. Well, this is the whole point. Um, it's, it's a continuation kind of with another aspect of the organization that puts more of a global spin on things. Okay, good. Um, and um, just last week, uh, Kamal Nanjiani from The Big Sick accepted the role of Pawnee. This is the description of Pawnee. A funny, wisecracking, sex-driven alien from a civilization that exists on a chessboard. <laughs> you know what? That is straight up Men in Black. I'm, all, I'm already there. <laughs> and it's been reported that Liam Neeson is in talks to join the film, most likely a 
as head of the UK branch of the Liam Neeson? Okay. Because, you Don't. know, he does have a particular set of skills. That's right. You know what? If Liam Neeson is there, we got a sex crazed alien from a planet that's based like on a chessboard. Like a chessboard. Uh -huh. Have you met me? And, <laughs> and Steven Spielberg is executive producer. Okay, here. that's it. So, you know, it's it's scheduled to release next year, about a year's time, May 17th, 2019. So, so they should already be filming. They should already be filming. They never said they were already filming, but uh -huh. um, it's not. It's not as big in special effects as some other sci-fi movies. Right. Yeah. Think about it. So um, I mean, considering I have yet, I have not seen two or three. <laughs> I guess I, I don't know if it's necessary. So I definitely. I don't know. Two and three were fun. Necessary. Two. Yeah, and I, I like three, two. Three, three wasn't. Yeah, three was going too far. Three really was. So that's why I'm hoping this one, being that it's but, different characters, but and to a different spin. But to understand the future, you have to go back in time. And it has nothing to do with it in black. <laughs> that, but that's a song! <clears throat> yes, dear. <laughs> Moving on. Um, they're doing a Razor movie, uh, if you did not know. This is another cartoon, comic book based movie. Um, Razor is uh, Nicole Mitchell, who was, uh, when she was 10 years old, she saw her father murdered at the, the hands of a group of criminals, and so she. Um, she gets committed to a sanitarium for about a decade or so, and then comes out with a plan for revenge and becomes this assassin. And her name is Razor because she's got razor in her wrist, razors in her wrist gauntlets, and she goes to fight criminals in Chinatown. Interesting. The awesome thing is, um, Emma Dumont has been cast as the lead role, um, and you may recognize her from The Gifted, she plays Polaris, um, oh, Magneto's okay. daughter. Yeah. Cool. Okay, okay. So that's, that's the kind of the cool part, and apparently, which I didn't know, she's already a professional ballet dancer. Okay. This is why she moves the way she does. Right. And she's currently getting a degree in robotics engineering <laughs> while she's awesome. not filming, um, and they have her training in Krav Maga for the role. Yeah. So it's it's she's literally going to kick ass. <laughs> yeah, I, so, uh, I, that that makes me smile. And I know, I know. This is gonna make you very happy by the time it comes out. And you know, criminals in Chinatown. The if you, if you don't have razors in your gauntlets, then you know, because they like axes. They they like that's true. Chinatown axes. criminals do like axes. They they like that. They so. do. Yes, axes, hatchets. <laughs> that's yeah, their so. favorites. Um, Another awesome comic book movie that was just announced that does not have any casting or anything yet. Sony is moving forward with a live action adaptation of Faith, which is a fantastic comic, plus size superhero. She's super geek. If you read this comic, she's making geek references all the time. Um, and she, you know, she loves sci-fi and everything. And she's, um, she's kind of telekinetic. She has, she can, you know, she can actually fly because of her telekinesis and that kind of thing. And um, the, uh, a staff writer for American Gods, Maria Melnick, is actually set to write the script. Oh. So this is going to be Sony's second foray into a movie with Valiant because they're currently working on Bloodshot, which is starring Vin yeah. Diesel. Oh, God. So, Wait, didn't they announce someone else that was in that one, didn't they? They're, um, so basically, the, the good thing is Valiant is creating their own movie universe yeah. now. And they have a whole sure. different feel to their heroes. And I, I'm, I'm really excited about this because it's cool as it is to see... Marvel and DC is sort of like the feeling I get when I walk into the comic shop and I see like really cool stuff coming from the independents. And so I, I feel like especially now that uh, the superhero genre is not just a flash in the pan, it's an actual thing. 
it's awesome that we're gonna see some of the uh, independent or second tier uh, companies come up and uh, stake their claim in well, the and, market and as well. In, in something I think we need that's that. more than just a TV series. Like, exactly. I mean, yeah. you've got you've got a lot of them moving into TV series, like right. yeah. um, IDW is with Outcast and various other series. Right. But now you're getting Valiant has money. Yes. So it's it's pretty far up there, and even though it's independent, it's it's pretty close to it, getting close to a DC Marvel thing in terms of just the comics. Right. So it's not like they're as small as they used to be. So yeah. No. Them and they're, the they're, they've still got really good stories. Yes. And, and and I think because they are still independent. Yeah. Right. You know, people still flock to the big two. Yeah. And I think every time I select novels for the library, I those I always go to Image, IDW, you know, Titan, yes. all of those places that you know they could use the money. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now the thing is, like I, I'm surprised that. Like just think about IDW. Uh, I think like the the big the biggest acquisition for them was what almost ten years ago when they got GI Joe. And well, then, they got Hasbro in general. And yeah. yeah and then, but then once it got that, then it was Ghostbusters. Then they started doing stuff with Transformers, and now they got Mask and Rom and it, it, it's it does. I think it's so good to finally see. A lot of these companies that for the longest time you might have gotten something cool like um, Spawn or something like uh, Hellboy come up, which were you no know, you like those those rare cases where yeah. a book kind of gets up there with uh, the big two. But now we're starting to see a lot of these other companies actually get real representation. Yeah. And, and like Bart said, it's the stories. It's, like, the it's stories. not. It's not because they have a famous artist or no. a character necessarily gets mm -hmm. popular. No. It's because they're really good storytelling. Right. And and they become known for that. And that's what that, Hellboy. That was, yeah. Like. And that's one of those things. Like you mentioned Hellboy. That's what I was. I'm always really you know worried about Dark Horse because mm -hmm. ever since they lost Star Wars, it was like they've got Hellboy and they've got Buffy and what else do they have? Right. Uh, um, uh, no, uh, no. no, in terms of the big names, though. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, that's the yeah, fireflies occasionally. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was the thing. when they, um, they, Their whole company was basically running on Star Wars with a couple of other titles like Hellboy in there. They were rounding it out a little bit, but they had based their whole pr production on Star Wars because Star Wars made them a whole lot of money for Dark Horse. All of a sudden, they didn't have that. Now, I think Dark Horse for a while, because Dark Horse seems like they've dropped off for a little while. But yeah. I think what it is, but they're reorganizing, they're going to figure out, okay, what are we going to do now? They're also trying to expand into other, for, I mean, they are Dark Horse Entertainment. Yeah. yeah. They're trying to expand into other areas <laughs> slowly, but it, it is more difficult for the independent ones to do that. Right. When you've got something like Marvel and, and its its own studios and that kind of thing, and you've got DC with Warner Brothers, I mean, they've already got those bases there to go to. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so... It's good that we're getting a bit of a different superhero universe now. Yes. Yeah. Um, a quick one is they have Showtime announced officially moving forward with a Halo TV series. It's been in development for four years, um, but they've ordered ten episodes. Um, a live action drama. Uh, there's not many more details, but its production on it is supposed to begin early next year. And Vicky's ears perked up really quick when you said Halo. <laughs> Who doesn't like the Master Chief? Um, at, the reason the, we have Xbox is because she wasn't The, the funny thing is the, the blog that I got this off of said they'd be happy if Master Chief wasn't in it. <laughs> um, so, um, and the last one was pretty good. Yeah. 
Um, they, they announced a lot of details about uh, super, certain superhero shows, and one of the things they mentioned was for Black Lightning Season 2, it's going to introduce an outsider's villain. Okay. Um, it's adding three new characters. One of them is um, a, quote, potentially sociopathic scientist named Dr. Jace. It appears to be Dr. Helga Jace, who made her first appearance in 83's Batman and the Outsiders. Um, first appearing as an ally and ultimately turning into a villain working for the Manhunters. It, well, that's interesting because um, DC is just now introducing Black Lightning back into the books in the mainstream right. through Detective Comics, and it's looking like they made a couple references to going to the outside and stuff. They may be doing this as a backdoor tryout to see if they can do an Outsiders book again. True. Mm -hmm. True. So. Um, and. I, ha I found an interesting little uh, little connection for anyone who has watched Luke Cage and has also been watching Cloak and Dagger. It's essentially been made official that the Netflix and network universes are connected. There is a mention in season two of Luke Cage. Um, it's the first time a Netflix show has specifically mentioned a Marvel TV series outside its network. Um, and it's when, it's the episode after um, Captain Renauer has been killed and Misty is in his office, finds out that he never told anyone that she quit. And Nandy comes in and says, um, none of them know you quit. West said until one part plaza sends someone else, you're the highest ranking detective. Callahan's in Maui and O'Reilly moved to New Orleans. That mention of O'Reilly in New Orleans is a direct connection to Cloak and Dagger because O'Reilly is the one that's investigating what's going on with Tandy and her boyfriend, etc., in Cloak and Dagger. Oh, nice. And on Cloak and Dagger, she has been teased about not being from New Orleans, and there's been specific reference to the NYPD. So now there's a direct connection to, you know, so we'll see if any other mentions are made, but yeah. I just thought that was cool they made that connection for, cool. for once. Um, now, an update on Disney, because we have to. Um, they received antitrust approval to buy the Fox assets. Yes, I saw that. All they needed to do, um, basically the Department of Justice was, uh, was trying to file against this once again. And they sat down and negotiated a deal where Disney has agreed, once they make this purchase complete, to divest themselves of the 22 regional sports networks. So that's, yeah. that's what they have to get rid of as soon as the deal's complete. That was the agreement they came to, so the Justice Department would drop the extra. See, I thought Fox had more than that when it came to regional sports, because I know around here, Sports on Ohio more. is now Fox. I think they have more, but that's the agreement came down to 22. Okay. So um, is this dropping everything that Fox gives them, or is this dropping Bass plus ESPN and all those? No, no, no. It's no, just, no, no. It's just yeah. part of the Fox deal. Okay. It's all the Fox, Fox Sports this, Fox Sports that. Yeah. Like we had Fox Sports Fox Ohio for a while. We had Sports Time Ohio as Fox. So that was, that was the major hurdle, was this settlement. And Fox has also set a July 27th meeting for stockholders to vote on Disney's offer. Okay. Um, and the board is recommending the shareholders vote in favor of it. Comcast is apparently scrambling to come up with something. It has not yet. They they could probably meet Disney's offer. I don't think they could meet the whole offer of paying off the debt. They exactly. They have to come up with something valued at more than eighty something billion dollars. Yeah. And and, and they also have to think if it, if it's worth it. What are they going to do with all these extra properties when they really just want Sky? Right. Yeah. You know. Well, I was telling Don is like if this was like a case where I'm playing a video game and then you know. 
if I'm running a business and I have the choice of take uh, if I if I'm tasked with trying to drum up enough money to meet or beat what Disney is offering, I feel like that as a good businessman, you don't want to do that. Because like you said, you know, you, do you put forth all that effort? And I mean, really, what are you going to do with all the, all the, everything that See, you're going to get? See, the thing is, get? after the fact, Comcast would be like, okay, can we get Disney to buy all this other stuff it wanted? Right. Yeah. And Disney will just be like, no, screw you. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Like, we can do without it for now. We're good. And I, even, I, I even said that the truth is, Disney is in control at this point. Disney could, if Disney up and sides, you know what? I'm out and walk away. Well, they Disney's not going to keep upping it. That's the no, thing. Yeah. That's the thing. They, they, they're not. It's not like Disney's hurting. They don't have to have no. all these characters back. No. If they don't get them. They don't get them. They will walk away. So I think I think Comcast either has to just do it now or just drop everything because there's no way. Um, the other piece of Disney news I have, which was kind of awesome, I saw this in a tech blog this week. Um, Disney has built some impressive robot stunt doubles. Yeah. Um, now, basically, uh, a new division of the company called Stuntronics took up the task of building a stunt bot. Um, at this point, the robot has advanced to the point of having a humanoid form. It can swing from a rope, strike poses, self-correct its trajectory in midair, and land in designated spots every single time. Um, it has an onboard accelerometer and gyroscope arrays with laser range finding. And there's videos, I'm gonna post the, a link to one of the videos on our uh, show notes this week because it is awesome. Like it looks human as it's flying through the air. It does flips, it lands. <laughs> I wonder if this is the patent that they put in for the flesh-like ro flesh -like robots Likely. that they had before. I mean, because Disney has so many patents. Yeah. They're putting them in all the time. And, you know, they've been doing the animatronics in one form or another. Well, and that was, that was the initial thought that, that that was what that patent was for. They were basically just creating Westworld. But yeah. maybe that's what this is for. And, and basically, they are creating Westworld, and we're all going to die because of these robots one day. Yeah. Um, so, Ninja robots. Also, like, that already happened in Japan. Or yeah. yeah. China or Um. So the, the fact is that it's been progressing really quickly from like they had this like stick man robot to something that looks human now um and the, the interesting thing is what this will do for films because you're going to be able to do hugely dangerous stunts with no risk to human life yeah that's going to be the awesome part and the, the problem is it's going to put certain extreme extreme stunt workers out of work mm -hmm. right. and then um, suddenly Hal is actually going to get paid for his work in the movie <laughs> but the thing is though it could lower their insurance rates if they're not having to put humans in the place and they could still do have the stunt workers yeah. doing all the other ground stuff and have this going on you know so it'll be interesting yeah. to see but yeah check out the video of this post because it is yeah but you know crazy. once the once the uh, AI kicks in, I know they're going to make them too smart. Yeah. Like I said, they're going to kill us all. They are, you know, they'll <laughs> rise up against our human masters. I saw Terminator. Exactly. We we've been watching Westworld. I mean, come on. They, we, it never ends well. Like I'm all for technology and I'm all for advancement. I honestly am. But how many movies have we seen? This never ends well. well I robot, go watch it. Yeah. I mean, even the slightest was the most recent X Files season. Where they were attacked because they wouldn't tip their cook. It was a robot. <laughs> yeah, did you guys see that? Oh, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, the smart house took over and attacked them. And <laughs> see, there you go. You gotta be careful with this AI stuff. 
That was an weird standalone episode too. Yes. They, at the very end, they go back and tip, add a tip to the card, and all of it goes away. <laughs> nice. Mm. Um, I have, and, and and I'm sure Ken will have more on this, but I figured we should mention that uh, the DC Universe streaming service gave some details this week. Oh yeah. Um, they gave details of the show, which you can find all over the place, and we've talked about some already. Um, the image of Robin was cool. Robin mm -hmm. does look cool. Um, but they, they gave details on kind of the way the streaming service is going to work, which is, which is cool. They've, they've kind of finally taken the step towards doing something um, like the Marvel Comics service. Yeah. Uh, Marvel Unlimited. I don't know if this is going to go far enough right Well, right away it's not going to go far yeah, enough. Yeah, right, right now they're talking about it being a curated yeah. collection of comics. But I think the cool thing is that, you know, they're, they're going to have you able to watch these shows and then they're going to recommend the comics that mm -hmm. the characters and shows are based on. Yeah. Which I think is cool for people who aren't, like, mega fans who have to read all the comics first and know all these yeah. characters already and know the stories. Basically, it looks like DC is taking um, Marvel Unlimited mixed with this new Disney streaming app and a couple other things and putting them all into one service. Yes. Um, they already have what's called DC Unlimited. Or DC All Access, which is an app that's yeah. free, and it has a fan community in there with forums and that type of thing. It's got exclusive merchandise and um, and news and stuff on there. It looks like they're adding that with a Comicsology style app, mm -hmm. with the streaming service all into one service and one monthly fee. Right. Which I'm hoping it comes down to about ten bucks a month. It will. Because, it will. Well, I was saying because <laughs> if you look uh, at uh, streaming services in general. Paying, there's, I don't think anybody out there charging more than $10 a month is actually doing well. well I, I, I put you like this. Uh, what is it? Um, Marvel Unlimited, I think it's 60 bucks a month. I mean, 60 bucks a year. A year. So but that's that, just comics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah, and, yeah um, and that's just Comicsology's um, all access for theirs is, I think, um, seven or eight bucks a month. Mm -hmm. Um, See, Netflix is seven dollars a month. Amazon figures out to about eight thirty three a month because you pay mm -hmm. yearly. Yeah. So, so if, if they're if they're if they try to go more than ten, they're not going to get the people they want to get. No, they're going to get um, the extreme hardcore fans, and that's it. And especially since their biggest draw is the newest shows. Yeah. They're going to have all the backlog of you know people who love things like Batman the animated series mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But their biggest draw for for the non hardcore fans is the new shows. Yeah. See, I'm hoping they have on there, because they've already shown that um, all the original Christopher Reeve Superman movies are obviously yes. going to be there. The, um, the, all the Batman movies are going to be there all the way through, probably. Mm -hmm. We don't know about the newer movies that have come out since Man of Steel, because they didn't show anything on that. Because basically, we're all, everything is going off of the commercial or the trailer that they dropped for. Yes. Because they've not put out any other information yet. Vernon yes. is scanning everywhere for no superpowers. No price, no exact date. Yes. Well, we know it's August. The beta well, yeah, no exactly. is being dropped in August. Yeah. Um, but we got... Um, the other cool thing is, though, they're doing a remastered version of the Linda Carter Wonder Woman series. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, I knew that's going to be on there. Um, but the Linda Carter's Wonder Woman, um, they did show like the Max Fleischer cartoons, but those are um, don't have... Or they're in public domain now anyway, so you can get those everywhere for free. Right. Um, and, and pretty soon... But you have to the Adventures of Super Yeah, well, pretty soon the Adventures of Superman will be at that point, because it was in the mid-50s. But if, if it's all in one spot, yeah, people that's what this might is gonna be, be willing to do it. And I'm hoping to get stuff like the Swamp Thing series, the right. original Swamp Thing series, and some of that type of things that were out back in the... And, well, there's a lot of stuff that 
it has licenses that they'd be easy to buy. Yeah. Like, well, they own the licenses to most of them. That's why a lot of these are not available anywhere because Warner Brothers owns the licenses. Right. And uh, Warner Brothers is notorious about not putting their stuff on streaming services. True, true. That's why stuff like Lois and Clark has never been anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, Hulu, I think, paid a whole lot of money to get a hold of Smallville. Right. Because right. They, they didn't want to let them get, let them have it. They right. <laughs> had the adventures of Superboy. Mm -hmm. Oh, that Superboy show was awesome back then. And I didn't realize it actually went like almost four seasons. Right. Yeah, it did. It did. I remembered it. Uh, we got the Ruby Beers, or Ruby Spears uh, Superman cartoon from the 80s. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of stuff that DC, a lot I mean, of people don't realize. It's like DC has doesn't make a huge splash when they do a lot of stuff. But they've been there on TV right. or in movies since the 50s nonstop. Right. But it's still a fan thing. That that's the thing. That it, it's the success of the streaming service is going to be determined by getting new fans and getting people who are enough of a fan to want to watch all this stuff. Yeah, I think that's where the um, because like a Disney streaming service, you don't need a quote Disney fan because they have yeah. the animated, the live action, the TV show. They have so much more variety than than just DC yeah. right? or something like that. Where you know it's. It's going to be very fan-based yeah. as yeah. to how successful I'm hope, Well, I'm, like I said, I'm hoping some of the older stuff that's on there movie-wise and in these series and then people learning from there and going back and reading the books. Right. Mm -hmm. right. And, and the cool thing about combining the comics with it is it'll, get, it'll encourage people to not just watch this on their television or watch mm -hmm. it on their laptop, but it'll grab their tablets yeah. and their phones and get the comics going that way. And people might see the benefit of that. And it said something about, um, that, that I think that Comics Reader is going to be on the regular uh, TV app also. Because you mm -hmm. watch, read oh, yeah, your comics on your 52-inch TV. I don't see right. why you would do that. But, but I'm saying <laughs> it's available yes, to you. Yes, you can. You can. <laughs> and some of the exclusive merch, like we have seen some pictures of some of the like um, Justice League action figures and stuff that are beyond. They look pretty good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They do. Um, and the last thing I have is just a few little snippets that um, Kevin Feige gave up about the MCU during the Ant-Man and Wasp press tour mm -hmm. uh, because some of them were more interesting. He actually talked a little bit about Phase 4, which is what everyone's wondering about. And it's really going to be all about Marvel's new characters um, from, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and they're looking at a diversity of heroes and different types of heroes people of different backgrounds, and that's what, you know, Black Panther encouraged them to go further into different backgrounds, right. and um, and they see that as, as an important step for diversity of, you know, racially speaking and, and um, gender and all that kind of stuff. So he also talked about the fact that it's likely in the future it's going to get to the point where there's going to be more than half the heroes are female. Mm -hmm. That's what he's looking at bringing so many in. So does that mean Suri's gonna be the Black Panther now? At it's one point, she, at she, one point she does. Mm -hmm. She does become. So it, it's a strong possibility, uh, and that the um, the quantum realm is going to be even more important down the line. Oh, which means you have the possibility of what is it? The micro, not that other. The microverse. Microverse. The, the other group that's already in the quantum realm. The oh, the heroes. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. That you know that you apparently don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and that there is a direct connection with Ant Man and the Wasp to Avengers Four, which is no surprise at all. Um, the Eternals? The Eternals. Not, not, not the Eternals. Um, that he, he confirmed that Captain Marvel is only about a couple weeks away from completing principal photography, but there's going to be a few months before we get any kind of trailer, and the name of the Avengers 4 movie isn't going to come out until we get something about Captain Marvel. 
Okay. So we're looking at end of the year before we get stuff for that. Well, I've also heard, um, I guess, supposedly the um, the name of the next Spider-Man movie is some kind of a spoiler for Avengers. Um, not really, but it means more than what it is. Um, yeah. It's called Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, okay. Um, it was released last week, supposedly spoiled by Tom Holland, who can't keep a secret anyways, but I believe they know exactly what he's doing when he does it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, I've, uh, I, maybe the wrestling fan in me, but I've always said the leaks are not leaks. They're all done on purpose. They know exactly yes. when they're going to release yeah. it, how they're going to do it, yeah. and if they release it as a leak, it gets more buzz. Yeah, exactly. And everyone, like, everyone knows that Tom Holland does screwy stuff all the time anyway. Mm -hmm. Follow him on Instagram, he's funny. Um, but basically he said that the notion of home has a lot of meanings. Um, and in the movie itself, there is something to do with uh, Peter Parker and friends ending up overseas. So there's that literal far from home, but it could have a lot more going on. Um, they have confirmed that Mysterio will be the villain. Oh. Um, and there's a possibility they're in talks with Jake Gyllenhaal to play him. So we'll see what happens there. And it actually starts shooting in just a couple weeks. So once Captain Marvel's wrapped up, Spider-Man Far From Home starts. Ooh. So we'll be getting a lot more on that. Mysterio. Yes. I have to admit, that was like one hero I wasn't sure that they would be daring enough to try on the big screen. Apparently they are. All right. Okay. <laughs> Um, and uh, in, in regard to uh, Infinity War and Avengers 4, Feige did confirm that there is a very specific reason of the, the ones who survived, survived. Um, he said, I think for a film series going on 10 years, gearing towards a conclusion with Avengers 4, you can sort of do the math and realize why the original Avengers might be left. Yeah. Um, but he also said, and I love this fact, that you will not see any of the heroes who died or disappeared uh, in Infinity War, in any of the marketing materials for Avengers 4. Which is awesome because yeah. I don't want to know beforehand. But sometimes they slip. You know, well, no, that's, well, that was one of the problems I had with Justice League. Um, all the stuff mm -hmm. from Justice League was if in the movie universe, Superman's dead. Yes. Then in, all the, in, a, in some of the later Justice League materials, Superman's on the materials. It's yeah. like, wait a minute, he's supposed to be dead. Exactly. Right. So, they're going to be very careful with it and not spoil who might yeah. end up coming back and that kind of thing. So, that's my news. Um, well, I had one real quick um, one, and it's actually also a call for action for all the geeksters out there. Comic Con is in what three weeks? San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, something like that. We we do not have a chance to go out there. Ever. So if any of our um, geeksters are out there that are going to Comic Con, let us know. We will, um, we'd have you on the show, or even just send us an email about what you did while you were there. We can we'll read it on the show. But um, I was excited that uh, Dave Filoni and the crew of the Star Wars The Clone Wars is actually having a 10th anniversary panel at Comic-Con. Nice. That's going to be fun. It's, it, it's Thursday afternoon, and like, I believe it's either noon or 1 o'clock. So it'll be fun. Dave Filoni will be there, plus it says special guests. So more than likely you'll have all the um, regular characters of um, Ashley Eckstein and Dee Bradley Baker will probably be there. Um, Matt Lancer, James Earl Taylor, all the guys that played the main characters will probably be at this panel because most of them are major voice actors anyway. They'll be there for the other shows. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so check that out. That was all excited about that one. There's, but there's a lot of, um, over the past week or so, there's been a lot of announcements for who's having what on panels. Mm -hmm. 
um, both with that and with Amazon is having panels and of course Warner Brothers and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, there's, we, there's a lot you can just go to like some of the main blogs or go to yeah. IM9. They have a lot of stuff and yeah, there's a lot. But of like them. I said, the main thing, my point on this one was we need friends that are out there, guys. We can't Let pay you, but I mean, I'll tweet about it. <laughs> we'll give you all kinds of exposure. <laughs> Maybe we'll send you stick. We'll send you stickers. I will send you stickers yes. or buttons or something if if you want to, you know, hook us up with some details from Com Comic Con and some photos and stuff like that. Yes, go to Comic Con yeah. and we will expose you to the air. Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> we'll expose you in ways you never, anyways. <laughs> so let's talk about some movies. Let's talk about movies. Speaking of speaking of exposure, um, yes, it is that time for the third quarter movies already. Yes. Um, and there, there's more than I thought there was. Yeah. Uh, once I was going through it. The one thing I do want to mention is one that just hit Netflix. Technically a June movie, but it just hit on the 29th. It's called Tau or Toe. It's T-A-U. I don't know how to pronounce it because I haven't watched it yet. Um, but it is a Netflix movie. It has Ed Skrine, um, who played Francis in Deadpool. Well, and, yeah, right. and Gary Oldman. And it's a woman held captive in a futuristic smart house, hoping to escape by breaking into the advanced artificial intelligence that controls the house. So it's so it's how in modern days, how many basically. Um, she, I guess, she has to get the the AI on her side and try to break out. And there's been girls before her that were kidnapped as well, and they didn't make it or something. So it's kind of like I'm not quite sure if it's horror, but it's definitely thriller. I'm pretty sure this is a Disney Channel movie at one point. <laughs> Maybe not so violent, but yes, it could have been. <laughs> one of one of those, you know, accidental kind of things on Disney that's like, oh look, I hurt my arm, as opposed to, oh look, it cut my head off. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that just dropped on the 29th if you guys want to catch that. But then we get into July. Yes. The first one to hit, obviously, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I didn't realize that was so early. I thought that was actually coming second or third week. Oh, okay. Um, no, it's... I mean, it technically is July 6th, but it's opening on the 5th. Yeah. Um, and we're actually... That's this weekend. The, the, the 5th is my birthday, so ah. we found out they're doing a double feature uh, down in uh, down in Canton. So we're going to the double feature to see Ant-Man and then Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, because we haven't watched Ant-Man in a long time. No. <laughs> so we yeah, I think I've only seen it once. Yeah, we, we've seen a couple. We have it, but we, have, we just haven't watched it much. Um, so yeah, we, we all know about Ant-Man and the Wasp already, so we don't really need to get into that. Mm -hmm. um, the other one that I really haven't seen any ads for or anything is a Jackie Chan movie. Yeah. Called it, Bleeding Steel. It's not showing on this one, but, but uh, apparently, it's on the other one here. Apparently it's from last year, but it's only releasing here now. Yeah, that's what well, a lot of your Hong Kong martial arts yeah. movies, they do that. Um, and a special forces agent is assigned to protect a scientist and his creation from a sinister gang. So basically, it's a typical Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> Protecting not, someone from something. That's oh no, but Chan see, you know, he's not as comedic as he's gotten like really dramatic yeah. now with his movies. Now. He has, yeah, they're so. much more. Serious. I don't, I don't think it's meant to be comedy at all, based no. on the name of it, Bleeding Steel. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's comedic at all. But uh, um, the other one, well, horror fans, uh, on the Fourth of July is actually the first Purge is opening. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> I'm not. I've never seen any of the Purge movies. They're doing a TV series too. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, just seeing people get killed over and over again is worth watching. We already Watch. have this on the news. Why do we need entertainment? I, thank you. This is why I don't watch the Purge movies, because I'm like, we're on the way there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, we're either getting 
Purge or Hunger Games? We're going in one of those yeah. directions. Yeah, that's like, I, I just can't. No. no. Well, I was just telling him, I said, you know what? Dang it. I said, I'm going to start my own art, art, art commune. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We'll have all our food. We'll have we're all little studios and we just screw the rest. And the thing is, this movie is like the prequel because it's the first Purge. We know there's more of them, so it doesn't matter how this movie ends. Yeah. The name says it. Yeah, exactly. It's the first. There are many more. <laughs> so anyway, um, then we get to the, the 13th, which actually has a few things. Yeah. Um, there is another Netflix movie that drops on that day called How It Ends. Um, it has Forrest Whitaker and Theo James, who was in the Divergent series. Okay. Um, a desperate father tries to return home to his pregnant wife after a mysterious apocalyptic event turns everything to chaos. You know what? I like. Wow, I, <laughs> I, I like you turn on the news, the news at know. noon, and the other one is you turn the news on at night. Exactly, it's another news story. <laughs> exactly. Um, but then we also get that weekend we get Hotel Transylvania Three: Summer Vacation. Um, you the, know. Mm -hmm. The one that has Cake by the Ocean in the trailer that is the most inappropriate song for a kids movie ever because, hello people, it's about sex. The song <laughs> is about sex. I don't care if you're on a cruise ship. If you listen to the lyrics. DNCE themselves have said, it's about sex, okay? This is, the, this is the same people who choose the kids bop songs. That's all it comes to. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also have a, a, a French movie coming out called The Night Eats the World, which sounds like another exciting one. Um, the morning after a party, a young woman wakes up to find Paris invaded by zombies and thinks he, a young man thinks he's the only survivor. So it's a zombie movie from, from France. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it does. But we also get Skyscraper. Yes! This one actually looks fun and cool, too. Although, you know what? The trailer made me mad. Why? Because, the, okay, the one scene where you see him running along the uh, along the, the, crane. Arm, the crane, and then he jumps. Okay. Scientifically speaking, the arc won't work. And he will not catch that building. He will fall. And they show, <laughs> they show him landing, and I'm like, I didn't want to. I want to see how it happens on the big screen. I didn't need to see That's it true. in That's the trailer. They gave you the payoff that they should Yeah, have. I, I you know. They're supposed to leave you hanging, literally. They're supposed to be like a cliffhanger kind of thing going on. But yeah, yeah. so we, I mean, if you haven't seen the trailer already, obviously you haven't gone to a, sh a movie recently because yeah. you've been playing for months. So um, we all know it's basically Die Hard with The Rock. And one leg. And one leg. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's, that's supposed to be the twist. The one leg is the twist. Yeah. Um, and then on the 20th, we only have one movie. We have well, hang on, there, there's another one here on... What else, what else do you have on? On the, what is it, what day are we on? We're on the, the 13th. 13th. Um, this one actually says it's sci-fi also. It's called How It Ends. Do you have that on your list? That's the one I had on the, uh, already that I told you about the Netflix movie. Yeah, okay. I already said that one, so if you pay attention. <laughs> With Forrest Whitaker, I already said that. I'm looking at <laughs> See, even while we're recording, recording, Ken doesn't pay attention to things that are being said. Not so poor to pay attention. <laughs> um, we do have a, another horror track. movie on in The Nun. About yeah, a demonic nun. nun. Just see, we don't bring up horror movies much. Yeah. None of us goes to them. Well, <laughs> it's, unfortunately, it's a spin-off of The Conjuring. Oh, is which it? has gotten way off track. The Conjuring, the first Conjuring movie at least had the basis of the real stories of Warrens. 
There's one other story, a couple other stories combined, actually, about their paranormal investigations. Mm-hmm. So the only reason I went to see this movie is right. I wanted to smack everyone in the theater who kept jumping out of their seats over the stupid jump scare. But see, I, I had to explain to Dawn, the thing is, like, <laughs> she know. and I do this. I know, people, that's why people go to this movie. Right. Like, like, we, no, we, should, we this do. is why I shouldn't go to movies like this in the theater. It, 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 it's <laughs> sort of like the reason why I had to, like, start watching martial arts movies mm-hmm. with different eyes right. now because I'm like that would never and so there was Conjuring 2 that was very very loosely based on one of their investigations then you had Annabelle which was um, based on the haunted doll that Lorraine Warren still keeps in their museum of haunted items because it's unsafe for anyone to have um, which by the way is a Raggedy Ann doll it's not that weird porcelain crap that they yeah, it's a Raggedy Ann doll it's a yeah, raggedy but the movie probably couldn't get the rights to Raggedy Ann it's a big Raggedy Ann doll which I have and it's still at my mom's house. And let me tell you, last time I visited and opened the closet and she was sitting there, mm-hmm. I wasn't happy. <laughs> I still think Talking Bernie is scarier. Yeah, I think Talking Bernie is scarier. Um, and then, so this is the, another spinoff is The Nun that's related to one of the other movies about, obviously, a nun shows up. So, uh, so that's what The Nun is. Okay. Then we go to the 20th and we get The Equalizer 2, which Ken didn't realize was coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, the, the, the first Equalizer, the, the movie version with Denzel, was freaking awesome. You will never... I had no idea it was going to be this good. <laughs> you will walk into Home Depot and never look at that place there the same again. There is an amazing fight in Home Depot using the tools as weapons that... I mean, there's the obvious ones like a nail gun, but there are some things that you do not think of. It's amazing. <laughs> it really is. Like, in the way, the way they, uh, they, they uh, modernized the story from the 80s... It, it, it's, it works, you know, it's like, you didn't have to be very familiar with the story, uh, the previous story, but it, it no. makes the story more cool if you do, but... And Denzel, given his age, he's approaching, or is he already in his 60s? Uh, he's, I think he's approaching. He's up there, he's up there anyway. It's not unrealistic fighting for a man of that age who has the skills and knowledge. Right. So it's not Mission Impossible. It's not a stupid Tom Cruise stunt thing. It's realistic fighting the way it is. Well, I mean, because he's special. He's ex-special. Well, yeah, he's, he's ex-special. He, he's he's ex-special forces and so for various other things, and it and makes the, sense what he knows. And the fighting is realistic and yeah. very brutal and beautiful. But so Equalizer Two should be good too. I mean, the trailer looks good. Yes. We're, I know we're gonna go see it. Yes, we are. <laughs> and then, of course, the next week we do get Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. What did you get? Occupation? No. It says it's a sci-fi action movie. I don't know. A small group of uh, a small group of town residents have no have to band together uh, after a devastating ground invasion. As they struggle to survive, they realize that they must stay one step ahead of the attackers and work together for a chance to strike back. Uh, so it's an alien Red Dawn. movie. Red Dawn with aliens. Mm-hmm. That looks interesting. Now, what, did, what was that called? Called Occupation. Because there's one on the 27th by, uh, that's on Netflix called Extinction. That's almost the same, the same plot. Probably. Who <laughs> should you get that, though? Who's in it? <laughs> this one's Dan Ewing, Tamara Morton's, yeah. Morrison, if anybody's a Star Wars fan. Um, Stephanie Jacobson. Yeah. Okay, it's a different one. Um, and Duck Duck Goose. But we have, we, we have uh, Mission Impossible. We do get to Mission Impossible. Which, which, of course, we all know about by now, and it's... Uh, being being Tom Cruise and all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I still have to see um, four and five. This is number six, isn't it? No, this is the fifth one. This is fifth. Okay, then. Uh, cause I've seen Wait, no, no, it is six. Yeah, they had Road Nation, and they had um, 
Ghost Protocol. Yeah, Ghost Protocol. Yeah, yeah, Rogue Nation. Yeah, Those are the two I've not seen yet. At this point, the mission is possible. So. <laughs> it's, it's been proven that it's the, not impossible. The best part is, watch one of those now, then watch the original Mission Possible and some of the tech they had in that one. <laughs> now it, well, or, some, or it's just some of the missions. You're like, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> I'll, 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 I've been watching the uh, the series from the '80s, and in the first episode, they have a 3D printer. And because I'm sitting there and I'm watching, I'm like, oh my god, that would have been massive in the '80s. Yeah, I'm trying like, to consider oh. that. It's like that's not even real. What are you doing? I'm like those are three, that's mm -hmm. a 3D printer. No, I. Huh? Give it 30 years. Talk about that. <laughs> Tell them what. I'm like, oh, look at that old computer. Tell them what you start playing with. We were what? at the or parts store. Oh, she said, <laughs> yeah, we went to get parts for our dryer today. And um, the store in Akron here is an old school store. I mean, they uh, even have the binders on a rack like the old car parts stores had. Oh, my God. Okay. <clears throat> and they had uh, this machine sitting there. It was like, look at that really old computer. It's like, Vicky, that, that's a microfish machine. <laughs> they actually had a micro oh film where you put it in the tray, slide yes. around it. Yeah. Anybody, any old people that went to libraries. Was it a micro is. film or a micro fish? It was the, where you used the card. So. Okay. Yeah. A micro fish. Yeah, it looked like yeah. a really weird, yeah. She thought it was a little old computer. <laughs> I was still using some of those in law school because they hadn't transferred uh, everything over. Yeah, my, uh, well, up until maybe eight years ago when I was working at the credit union. We still use microfilm and microfish, and I was like one of the few people who know how to work the thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> See, it pays to have these older skills. That's right. I did have a particular uh, set of skills. Another, another one we have on the 27th is Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Um, I have not. I don't watch the show, but the trailers on this made it. This is, looks like it'll be funny enough to actually go see. It, I mean, it, it depends, because the show can be incredibly stupid at times, but there's other episodes where it's actually kind of clever. I'm hoping it leans more to clever because that's what the trailers are looking like. I mean, like. if as long as it ends with the night begins tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it, it better have songs. That's all I can say. It really better have music in it. And this movie finally gives Nick Cage a chance to play Superman. True. <laughs> that's true. You do have Nick Cage as Superman. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's only for 20 yes. years been trying to get that role done. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got it. Um, and then I, the, the one I was talking about on Netflix is called Extinction, and here's the plot. A father has a recurring dream of losing his family. His nightmare turns into reality when the planet is invaded by a force bent on destruction and they must fight for their lives. Oh, so, so what's going on now? Sounded like world. the same thing. I was thing. gonna say, why are they making all these movies out of the news? Interestingly, <laughs> this movie is prepared for the future. was originally supposed to be released by Universal in January, and they pulled it and Netflix bought it. So Universal had no confidence in this movie. It has Michael Pena and Mike Coulter, aka Luke Cage. So <laughs> it's it's one it's another slightly unknown cast of I don't know Extinction. Watch it at the yeah. end of July. Um, then we get into August. Um, August third, we have Christopher Robin. This one, the, the, I don't want to see one trailer for this. It was like the teaser, and when Pooh looks up over the bench and starts talking, it's like, dude. That, that's Winnie the Pooh, live action. Yeah, there's, there's the trailer, there's the teaser and the trailer, and it looks fantastic. I can't, I've only seen the trailer once, I can't I, watch it again. I, I, I can't wait for this movie. Like, it, it just, it reminds me of, it really literally reminds me of my childhood watching the Winnie the Pooh uh, cartoons when they used to start out showing all the live action stuffed animals, and then it would go into the book. Yeah. And I, I, love, I love that. So, that's going to be, it's going to, 
it's going to give people the feels unquestionably. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the fact that I was that I was bawling at work watching watching the trailer. The trailer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's only like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, we're all done for. I mean, but it's like between that and. Uh, uh, won't you be my neighbor? I'm just gonna be like done. Hey, the teaser for Dumbo did it to me too, and that was even shorter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we have the one that that we know Kylan wants to see called The Spy Who Dumped Me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, honey. Don't worry. Uh, we've already talked about this stupid one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we have one that basically feels like it's New Mutants or X Men called The Darkest Minds. Yeah. This is, this is going to basically, from reading the description here, it's going to appeal to the uh, the Divergence and the Hunger Games audiences. And and like I said, it's part of the part of the whole mutant audience kind of thing. Um, when teens mysteriously develop powerful new abilities, they're declared a threat by the government and detained. The teens soon realize they have to wage a resistance using their collective powers to take back control of their future. It's almost wow. like it's almost like the gifted TV show. That's a, that's a lot better description. The one they have here is just imprisoned by an adult by an adult world that now fears everyone under eighteen. Uh, a group of teens forms a resistance group to fight back and reclaim control of their future. See, this is why I go to more than one place for my yeah. descriptions. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, like when I first saw it, I actually thought it was a trailer for New Mutants when it was first. I know. I'm just like, what is it? What? <laughs> so yeah, it has that feel. It, it should do okay. What are you? Uh, <laughs> Kylan's giving us background music. We're done. Uh, on the 10th, we have The Meg. Yeah, this one looks like it's gonna be fun. I mean, if you, a big dumb shark movie. This is Sharknado on the big screen. No, it's not. No, no Sharknado no. is literally dumb. Well, um, this, this is at least it, it should make a little bit of sense. It's I mean it's just yeah. This is actually the, it's just a this shark thing. trying to survive yeah. in this world. This one reminds me of like Deep Blue Sea and movies like that. Yes, yeah. it does. It, it's absolutely and I mean it's had some clever little posters and stuff where you know like they took the Jaws poster and then had the Meg coming up below to eat Jaws. I guess mm -hmm. that's how big Apparently, it is. Apparently, this was all inspired from. A Discovery Channel mockumentary. Oh, jeez. Um, because it was back when Discovery Channel kept doing the, hey, here's our documentary about mermaids, and everyone thought oh, it was real. And then right. they did one about the megalodon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So it's and this real. was basically inspired from that. It has Jason Statham, so it's obviously yeah. Real. Um, so yeah, if you if you love or hate sharks in any form, then you'll probably like this movie. Um, on the 17th, we have Alpha, um, which is essentially the beginning of the uh, development of relationship between man and dog, yeah. is what it comes down to. Um, and it's, it's a, it starts with a bison hunting expedition 20,000 years ago in Europe uh, during the Upper Paleolithic period. Um, and things go wrong, and a young man struggles against the elements and develops a friendship of sorts with a wolf. After he beat the dog. Yes, he beat it at first because he thought he was going to get killed and he needed food as well. Um, so yeah, so um, it, it should be interesting. And unfortunately, based, just based on the description and everything, I have this feeling it's either not going to last long or not going to be widespread. Because right. it just seems like one of those movies that they're like, oh, it's not exciting enough, or little, there's no explosions, or you know, they're, they're just not yeah. going to treat it well. It's a little too independent. Yeah, so make sure to look for it, okay? Um, and that same week, we get the non-Disney version of The Little Mermaid. Yeah, I just saw that. 
It's all more um, my list, but not the other one. Yeah, it's this is why I'm not positive if it's that date because yeah. they may there's been nothing about it either. Um, and it's a reporter and his niece discover a beautiful and enchanting creature they believe to be the real Little Mermaid. I think um, this one's supposed to be based closer on the original Hans Christian yes, Andersen version. Yes, which means it's darker. Yeah. Um, and she's not always nice. Um, so she's a star. So she's yeah, supposed to be. It, it's kind of like whenever they find out Disney's doing a movie of something, then there's always a company that looks for the original story and wants to do a movie of that version. So that's kind of where this came from. Um, it could be interesting, but again, I think it might be another one that won't get widespread release or yeah. attention. Um, and on the 24th... Well, um, um, there's actually one I wanted to toss in there real quick, just as a personal prop. Uh, that same day, on the um, 17th, White Boy Rick comes out, which has nothing to do with geek stuff, except if you look at the gun show scenes, you might see me. Okay, then. <laughs> so go, yeah, see Matthew McConaughey's next movie. Go, go see a movie about a white boy that might have cannon. That's right. <laughs> it's Matthew McConaughey's next movie. He's a drug movie, so. Well, I'm, I'm sure there'll be plenty of women who've seen it. Uh, on the 24th, it just had a date changed to the 24th because I think it was originally supposed to be the 17th. We have the Happy Time Murders, which is about puppets doing very adult things. If you've seen the Red Band trailer, it's just so wrong, and I don't even recommend seeing it. Uh, but uh, when the puppet cast of an 80s children's TV show begins to get murdered one by one, yes, the puppets are being murdered, um, a disgraced LAPD detective turned private eye puppet takes on the case. This guy's just taking the stuff right no. now. Oh! <laughs> it, it, uh, he was holding that joke. He was really good. <laughs> <laughs> and it has, it has Elizabeth Banks, Melissa McCarthy, Maya Rudolph, Joel McHale. I mean, it, it makes me want to see it's it. It's a hell of a comedic cast. I mean, and that's kind of the whole point. I'm it's, just going to unsee. It's going to be many levels of wrong. You haven't even watched the trailer, have you? No. There's, mm, oh, Is this a trailer that you can't unsee? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I will watch I, it I can't, can't, it's, the, it's, it's so much of you can't unsee that I can't say it on our show. It's after dark. Wow. <laughs> it's after just, after dark. Just the main, the one thing that happens in that trailer that goes on for far too long, I can't see oh, the mean, show. Oh, you mean, as a, as a Cleveland Brown says, really? Yeah. <laughs> also that week, <laughs> we have Keanu Reeves' next movie, Replicas. Yes. Um, basically, he's a scientist who wants to bring his family members back to life. After they get killed in an accident. As we said with the stun robots, these things never go wrong. No, because you know it's not like you know anything went really badly in Pet Cemetery, uh, so, <laughs> which they're remaking, which they shouldn't. Um, but anyway, yes, he he somehow brings them back to life with his own experiments and. And uh, yeah, so things aren't good, and mm -hmm. there we go. Um, and then we get something called AXL. That, I just looked at the information on that. That looks like, oh, it's gonna be great. And it's, um, it's basically a, it sounds like a, possibly a YA or teen movie, because it focuses on a teenage boy, um, and his life is forever altered by this chance encounter with cutting edge military technology, which happens to be a mechanical dog. So it's kind of like Alpha, but with a mechanical dog. He found <laughs> Wonder Dog. Yeah, I basically. Saw, I saw a trailer with something like that. Yeah. The kid found a gun. It was an alien. Oh, yeah, that was a different one, yeah. Was, was that the Predator trailer? No, no, no. no, no, no. This was something else that's okay. coming. Um, so, yeah, so that's 
interesting anyway. Mm -hmm. it, could, it, could, it could be canine. And then the, the horror fan uh, Slenderman comes out that week also. Yeah, Slenderman is the one that they keep changing dates on because it was supposed to be out this past week. And I'll be perfectly happy uh, if they continue to change the dates so there are no previews on TV for <laughs> Uh, and then on the 31st, I just have one thing called Kin, um, which is starring James Franco, Zoe Kravitz, and I believe this Dennis is the one Quaid. that she was talking about. Okay. Yes, this is the one she was um, talking about where the kid finds an alien rifle. Chased by a vengeful criminal, the feds, and a gang of otherworldly soldiers, a recently released ex-con and his adopted teenage brother are forced to go on the run with a weapon of mysterious origin as their only protection. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of, given who the cast is, it's not going to be out long. <laughs> this year, it seems a lot of it's aliens and apocalyptic. Yes, it is. Just definitely. Oh, that's um, what I said. They're just getting us prepared. They're getting us used uh -huh. to it because it's, it's going to happen. I'm surprised this is going through August. What do you mean? I mean, usually movies like this, you end up in July and that's about it. These seems like a lot of these ones will be found in August. Seem like your January, February movies. Yeah, but we don't have those kind of movies anymore because, yeah. because we're getting blockbusters in February and stuff that, now. So. I did see one on the week of the 24th, I think it was like the 23rd. Mm -hmm. uh, Rift Tracks is doing Crawl. Oh, okay. It's referenced in Ready Player One. I saw the movie after that. I rewatched it. I still don't it. understand what I saw, but apparently they're what they're gonna have it in. I rewatched it not long ago, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know why I liked this when I was a kid." <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm scared to go back and rewatch it. Don't, don't do it. Well, you could pay fifteen dollars to go through rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> not sure it did. I don't know that it's worth the money for that movie, to be honest. Um, September seventh, we have one that shocked Kylan when he saw the trailer called Peppermint. Which looks freaking awesome. It's with Jennifer Garner. Oh, yeah. Harkening back to her alias days. Uh, it's a revenge story centering on a young mother who finds herself with nothing to lose and is now going to take from her enemies the very life they stole from her. So basically, her, her family gets killed. Uh, she disappears, goes completely off the grid for, uh, was it five years? Five like years. And on the anniversary of, of the death, she comes back and there's suddenly like these criminals are suddenly showing up dead and it's it's completely like she's basically becomes punisher yeah is what happens nice. so so yeah if, if you thought jennifer garner was just the you know happy capital one commercial person um mm. you gotta go back and watch some alias mm. <laughs> uh then on the 14th we get the predator which I know a lot of people are and are not looking forward to at the same time because some people are glad it's back and some people aren't. So, right. Um, but I mean, it it kind of gives you the whole plot within the trailer because a kid is the one who calls him to Earth. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> he finds he finds a piece of uh, a, a piece of equipment that accidentally triggers a call to to bring him to Earth, and you know all the good stuff happens all over again. Um, and this one, there's one other one that's animated that I basically chose for this week because of the cast of voices called Animal Crackers. And it's a family must use a magical box of animal crackers to save a rundown circus from being taken over by their evil uncle, Horatio P. Huntington. Now this, yes, it sounds ridiculous and it's a kid's animated movie, but the cast includes Emily Blunt, Danny DeVito, John Krasinski, Ian McKellen, Raven Simone, Sylvester Stallone, Patrick Warburton, Tara Strong, Gilbert Gottfried, and Harvey Firestein. That's the oh. voice cast. 
Um, do you have anything else for the 14th? Um, just for out there for wrestling fans, there's this uh, bio, bio comedy drama called Fighting With My Family. It's about basically about an aging wrestler who's um, living with his family and trying and just working post on his way down. Kind of similar to the wrestler, it seems like, but from reading it, it doesn't sound like it's going to be as dark as the wrestler was. <laughs> Depressing, but. It seems the same week there's a new Lizzie Borden biopic. Oh, there you go. Which, uh, according to the review based on this one website, really sucks. <laughs> so we want to see a crappy Lizzie Borden biopic. <laughs> um, and then the 21st, I only have one movie left for September. On the 21st, The House with the Clock in Its Walls, um, which we saw the trailer for and looked pretty awesome. It has Jack Black, Kate Blanchett, Kyle MacLachlan. Um, I have kind of a long synopsis for it, but after losing his parents, Lewis is sent to live with his uncle Jonathan. He discovers his uncle is a warlock and enters a world of magic and sorcery. Lewis learns of an evil wizard who wanted to cause the apocalypse and constructed a magical clock with black magic counting down to doomsday. But the, the evil wizard died before he could finish the clock, but he hid it in the house where Uncle Jonathan now lives. So Lewis and Jonathan must find the clock within the walls before it's too late and before the evil wizard's wife gets to it. Wow. That's okay. what, you remember seeing that? Oh, yes, yeah, right. That was, okay. It looked kind of awesome and like yeah. one of the just kind of like over the top fantasy, mostly saw, kids kind of I saw a tweet from Eric Kripke either today or yesterday um, that this was apparently his favorite book as a kid and it's oh. what inspired Supernatural. Oh, awesome. Cool. Yeah, it looks it looks like a fun movie. It look, it's mm -hmm. definitely got a lot of effects going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that that's the last thing um, I had. I found one more on that day is I guess there's a new Robin Hood coming out. <coughs> um, they know they switched that date. Oh, they moved it. October or November. Uh, okay, November. they just didn't move it on this list. Then. It, it, that's the one. With, oh, now it says November twenty first here, but with the one with uh, from the Kingsman. Terry. Yeah. And yeah. Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's in so. our next quarter. <laughs> okay, well, that, when I brought up the actual movie listing, it shows that it was that later. Yeah. So, there's actually a lot more going on than I expected. Yeah. It just, now, um... And like we said, there's a lot of, lot of the sci-fi feel, a lot of the apocalypse, not, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not a happy summer. Yeah, and well, that's, <laughs> like I said, it's a lot of the stuff that flies under the mainstream radar. Mm -hmm. It's coming out in August. Yeah, and then, and then, of course, once we get into the fall, obviously... I mean, we have we have Venom in October, but once we hit November, you're gonna get Robin Hood, you're gonna get um, the next Fantastic Beasts, you're gonna get all the December stuff. We got Aquaman coming out. We got all kinds Aquaman of stuff. Aquaman and Bumblebee, I think, come out on the same day, at the same weekend. Okay. Um, yeah. And Mary Poppins is out around Christmas, and yeah, so there's a lot we're gonna have to talk about in the next quarter too. But uh, that's what we got for now. Yeah, that covers all this. Anything else you guys want to cover before we wrap this up? Talked out. <laughs> this yeah. Okay. Well, gangsters, did we miss a movie you were looking forward to, that you're looking forward to? Then uh, you have no idea why in the world we would skip this. Let us know. You can get a hold of us at geekwatch1.com. Anywhere, everywhere, all social media, geekwatch1. If you put geekwatch1 into a search bar and you don't find us, let us know. Miss Dawn will take care of the problem. <laughs> also, you can email us geekwatch.gmail.com. <laughs> Now, it, just send it somewhere, we'll get it. Yes, that was, that was the encrypted version of saying geekwatch1 at gmail.com. <laughs> also, you can find us on our networks at the Tangibound Network, tangiboundnetwork.com, and WeBeGeeks at WeBeGeeksPC.com. And for Dawn and Kylan and Vicky and Bart and myself and every, the entire Walls of Meeple, 
Just remember. No matter where you go, there you are.